1: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television
2: today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me,
1: Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your
3: podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA, and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives from tenderfoot tv this is to die for to die for is available now listen for free on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
4: welcome to deckheads a production of iHeartRadio.
3: welcome to
5: deckheads with your hosts nick and anna broadcasting from the bottom of the boat below below deck Ooh, i'm horny all yacht talk all the time
4: i'm having a party
5: we're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat
4: i love cocaine we're
5: off the map in international waters
4: i need some drama me
5: hide that cocaine never in my nose
4: just so you know i am an open relationship. Below Deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead.
5: And we are back. This is Deckheads, the best show about Below Deck on iHeartRadio, currently airing new episodes daily. They're, iHeart famously has 16 shows that are Specifically, below deck recap shows, and we are all fighting it out to see who can finish first.
4: Yeah, and we are in the lead. Yeah, we we're really busting these out in a way I wasn't ready.
5: Hmm. Well, you know, we've taken um, we've gone a little slower this week because you are devoting time to tell
4: them. Oh, oh, my bachelor show as well.
5: Me bachelor show. With Arden Marine Mm
4: -hmm. and
5: other host.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, There's only one host. And then I'm like a pseudo host because I'm always there.
5: You're other host. Kind of. That must be fun. That must be better than this one where it's like clearly I'm the host and you're barely on. Um, You know what I mean?
4: No, I don't. How this
5: is the Nick Turner show. A lot of people ask me who's that other person in the 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 cover art. Really? Yeah, cuz they're like this is just your show. Does anyone else even talk? They say to me they're like they do that and they scrunch up their face and they're like does
4: anyone even talk? Nobody knows I exist?
5: No, they listen to this show and all they remember is that I'm like funny enough for two, for two people.
4: <laughs>
5: they're like yeah, I laughed more than just him alone. Oh. But I mean, it is him alone. So that's what they say to me. They're like, oh, huh. "You do such a great job, and uh, at the show that you host by yourself."
4: The...
5: <laughs> oh. Anyway, just, uh, just I-, I wanted to tell you we have fans um, that are that, you all, have that, fans. that do not know. Well, they are a fan of the team of you and I. They just are not aware of ev- all of that.
4: They're just not aware I exist, is what you're saying. Right?
5: They forget about you. Yeah, not remarkable, I guess. But uh, let's get into I it. Hate Episode you. nine. You I know, it's um, hate you. we're I here in the you. great I triumvirate of episodes seven, eight, and nine, which I call the season's sweet spots. Triple S. Big fan of alliteration. <laughs> and s- somebody stop me.
4: Oh, are you doing Al Pacino?
5: Yes. These dishes are piling up. Oh. That's an Al Pacino line he never said.
4: Right. Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into it because I'm over this banter.
4: Hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're talking Below Deck Season 4, Episode 9.
5: Below deck, that's the show. Thank you for reiterating what show it is. <laughs> 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 below deck. No, but this is below deck regular. Uh, the captain is Captain Lee. The bosun is Kelly Marine Life. And uh, Kate's there, Kate Capshaw, um, Ben Robinson, Emily Kate Dickinson. Kate
4: Dane, fool not Capshaw. Sierra
5: Sierra Biera, uh, Nico Santos.
4: You don't know any of these people's names
5: uh lauren magellan,
4: magellan. and
5: uh, and um and harvey harvey dent at gmail.com hmm.
4: harvey dent at gmail.com
5: yeah what's that guy's name kyle oh,
4: man. sometimes i really worry about your what do you worry about all the dumb shit you're doing, say.
5: <laughs> Oh, Anna. <laughs> do you ever wonder why I don't do that during the podcast?
4: Uh, yeah, uh, I think you're sick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are we? So we begin with... Uh, well, okay, so... Remember the night before, the last episode, where debauchery went down?
5: Debochery, yeah.
4: Debochery. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Mostly Kate and Captain Lee. Uh, And Kate feels, it's the next morning, and Kate feels like Lauren owes her an apology, but doesn't even think she remembers what happened. Kate says, Nico and Lauren need to understand how seniority works on this boat. Uh, She is technically their bosses. Um. Ben is chatting. But up. Huh.
5: she's not their bosses.
4: Okay. Well, um, do you understand how seniority works?
5: I do. Uh and I Wait, also Wait hold on. Um, I'm getting
4: a call from Kate. She says that Nick needs to understand how seniority works. Huh. I agree, Kate. So what's up, she Nick? Called you? Yeah. C- Kate who? Kate, what do you call her? Magellan or whatever.
5: No, it was Lauren Magellan.
4: Okay. Kate well, Capshaw. Nick, one could argue in this situation I am your superior cuz technically I'm your manager.
5: No one um, can argue that.
4: And so I think you even in this situation you need to understand how seniority works.
5: I think you need to
4: hmm?
5: what? I'm sorry.
4: What <laughs> what does your manager need to do?
5: I'm sorry. You need to do whatever you feel is best. Okay. You manage how you s- s- see f- 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 fit.
4: Yeah, I agree, Nick. Thanks so much for seeing it my way.
5: Oh, no. Now I have to put up with your characters.
4: <laughs> uh, remember your Elvis character that I loved but still had to put up with?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember.
4: Okay. Um, anyways. Well, since
5: my baby left me, I've got to tell the tale, you know. To-
4: oh, my God. I just got a text from Lyra. She says, please stop having him do that impression.
5: Huh? What the fuck? <laughs> I was down at the end of Lonely Street at Heartbreak Hotel.
4: Huh? She just texted me again and said, it's going to make me blow I my feel brains out. So <sighs> I feel so
5: lonely, baby. I feel so lonely. I feel so lonely, I could die.
4: You know what you who you remind me of? The type of guy who's like, I well, love... Well, the bellhop's
5: tears keep flowing. Oh, my And God. the desk clerk's dressed in black. Well, I've been so long on Lonely Street down there. Oh, my, I will go back. Oh, I'm uh, so
4: lonely. Uh, yeah.
5: So uh where were where where were we? Well, yeah. Um <laughs>
4: that's a good question, Nick. I was gonna say, you remind me of that guy a few episodes back who was like, Emily, if my wife died mysteriously, I would love you forever.
5: That's who I remind you of? Yeah,
4: because you're like, oh, if my if my girlfriend wife Lyra went missing, I would love Rocky or whoever else, Julia so much. That's your yeah, vibe. Yeah, well, I
5: haven't been in love since Julia, so. That's
4: been your vibe. That is your vibe, though. You're like, oh, I'm technically taken, but if a mysterious accident were to happen, I would love you.
5: Well, yeah, if something unfortunate <laughs> were to okay. happen to my love, I would probably move on at some point.
4: Okay, yeah.
5: You know, because okay, players got to play.
4: I know, Nick. Don't you think I know?
5: Um. Yeah, I guess. Then fucking no, you know?
4: So anyway, Ben is chatting up Emily, and Kyle is talking to Lauren and complaining about how he never wants to see Sierra again, and all the debt crew are in the shitty, well, shitty I'm mood. Well, they to
5: see her again, because have been more my She's yeah,
4: They're all hungover. Yeah. So they're all in a shitty mood. Mm. Anyway, Emily is telling Sierra about her date, and Sierra tells Emily what happened with Kyle and what a shit show it was, and she says it's not her fault she doesn't feel the same way as Kyle, and I agree. Fuck Kyle. But don't fuck Kyle, because later we learn Kyle is probably the wokest, most evolved person to ever be on this show.
5: Well, I don't know if certain inclinations make someone woke.
0: but I don't feel like you have
5: to walk the walk to be able to listen to the yawk.
4: Lord. Okay, we'll get into whatever you just did later. So, Sierra says she tried to make it clear that uh, she wasn't into Kyle, and we see flashbacks of her of him ignoring her clear warning signs. Well, they're not that clear. Not but.
5: clear, not clear, not clear.
4: Anyway, Kelly goes to meet Captain and says he was not happy with how the night went down and that he doesn't want to find more mess Around the boat, or people will be confined to just below deck, and that's it.
5: Kelly's like, It won't happen for a third time. (laughs) It will happen for a sixth time, I know, and a 12th time. Yeah. But it will happen again.
4: It will. Uh, And so uh, Kelly says that he'll handle it and make sure it doesn't happen again. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so Kate's telling Ben everything that happened the night before between Kelly and Sierra and then all the like drunken behavior and
5: Kelly and Captain Lee is feeling a bit like parking drama for me now because there's so much of a like Kelly and at the end I mean there's not any reunions anymore but if they had a reunion and and then Andy Cohen asked Captain Lee if he would hire Kelly again as a bosun he'd be like yeah I think I would no matter what happens in this show.
4: Hard to say. There's. I actually will talk to you about the reunion stuff later, but they come and go. It's really weird. But, uh.
5: Well, I, I mean, I know that there's one on the current season, the most recent season they had one, but they don't have one last season, this season, or the next two seasons.
4: You'd be surprised. I wouldn't. Um, so, How could I be
5: surprised? I've I've looked for them.
4: Because some are on Plex, and then some are not on Plex, and then some are on the Bravo site, and some are not on the Bravo site.
5: Some are not on the Bravo yeah, site?
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I was going back and forth, and I found a reunion that's on Plex for a season that isn't on Bravo. What season? I can't remember. I have to go back through again. That's why oh I said, Oh, God. That's why I said I'll talk to you about it later.
5: Why did you bring this up right now? I can't I, move on.
4: I know. You're weird.
5: You're saying that there is a tell-all for... Seasons I haven't even seen. I got to go watch it right now.
4: No, a reunion. Not the tell-all. We've had this discussion so Hello? many times. Yes, two tickets for the tell-all reunion. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, who are you calling with yes. no phone? <laughs> yes, I'll hold. <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. Look, um, I can go
5: back into the show uh, that we do right now, but I will have to leave if they, if they hit me back up.
4: Okay, shut up. All right, so... <sighs> Hate you, yeah. So Kate's telling Ben about everything that happened the night before, and Ben says Kelly is being off to him and but being still being very nice to Emily. And Kate says it's all about Kelly because Sierra hurt her date with Kyle, which hurt his chances of going on a double date with Emily and them. So it all comes back to Sierra and Kelly hating her. Um, And he says she says Kelly is used to being the one the girls want and the best deck hand, and things are not going over so well. So he's starting to spiral. And we see it, baby.
5: Yeah, no, this guy's lost his fucking mind. Look, he's not a cool, like calm and collected guy. He's been through some shit. He was in the Marines during wartime, baby. Okay. And uh, I hope he's doing okay.
4: Same doggy. Same. I hope he's doing okay. Same dog. Huh. Dogs same. So anyway, oh, Kelly word. Kelly comes uh, to talk to Kate and Ben, and she. And and, uh, and Kate says that captain should never find Pete's on the ground and that too many things happened in a short amount of time, which was the issue. Uh, while they're having this discussion, Nico and Lauren are laughing about Kate trying to talk to them the night before, which I was like, that's not a good look, dog. She, again, is your boss, technically. So that could have been really dangerous, and you guys were acting like idiots. It was idiotic. Oh, and they, my God. What?
5: Oh, no, never mind. Oh, fuck. What? Sorry. No, I thought I had something really cool to say, but I it's not at all what I thought it was and I I'm embarrassed and I don't want to say it.
4: What was it, Nick?
5: Okay, I got another call from Coco Florida today. And? Well, I didn't answer it. It was before I'd even woken up.
4: Okay. And?
5: And they didn't leave a message again. Okay. And then I googled the number, uh-huh. and it didn't come up. And then I googled the number, and then Liquid Yachtware. And then at the bottom of there was like this Liquid Yachtware link. And at the bottom, it had the phone number. And then I got really excited, but it's um that's missing the phone number. And I had the opportunity to click must include the phone number, and that's what I was seeing, not the proof that this was the people that were calling me. I feel like a fucking idiot and oh God. please don't look at me.
4: Uh, okay. Whatever. Um Kelly's Kelly apologizes to Kate.
5: Oh, uh, also, it's different than the Coco Florida number that called me last time. Do you want me to just call it right now and see what happens? Fine. I know it's call it. I know it's gonna be spam or whatever. All right. It's oh. Um, it was a recording of a woman saying goodbye.
3: <laughs>
5: anyway.
4: That was such a <sighs> shutdown. Oh boy, that was funny.
5: Nick, that was wear. fun.
4: That Thanks. was fun. You got a call from someone who just was like, Goodbye.
5: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's just one of these. Here, you want to hear it? I can play it. Go for it. Oh, yeah. It's like you've called the wrong number or whatever.
4: Okay, whatever. Can we get back to the show?
5: Please. I don't ever want to do this again.
4: <laughs> You're a fool.
5: I know. Anyway,
4: so Kelly apologizes to Kate. And says that she's the voice of reason, and he's sorry for being defensive about his deck hands. And he's like, Kate's an enemy you do not want to have, so he's got to kiss her ass. And then Kate walks off, and Ben asks Kelly if he knew that he gave Emily flowers, and Kelly says no. And Kelly says he's frustrated, but will move forward and do his job. And then Kelly says he wouldn't have pushed for a date had he known Ben had given her flowers. And Ben apologizes to Kelly for the circumstances, and Kelly accepts the apology. Oh, Kelly, what a good guy. Mm. So uh, we catch Emily on the phone with her dad, and we learn her nickname is Rabbit. And uh, she tells him that she went on a date with the chef, and he's like, oh, you naughty girl. I was like, is Ben your dad? Uh, And then uh, he says that she's very close to her family, and they stay out of her dating business because she's very mature for her age. Okay. Thoughts, Nikki boy?
5: No that's a weird thing for parents to think my child's uh too mature to need me, so I'm just gonna check out
4: hmm. okay, so um there's a new charter meeting with Ben Kate Kelly, and Captain Lee, and actually it,
5: isn't it always funny that Kelly is there?
4: Well he's the bosun, so he it's has to be there.
5: Always funny because he's such a loser.
4: Wow. Okay, so they have a psychic coming on board. Did you get their likes and dislikes?
5: Let's see what I got. I did not get the primaries likes. Okay. But I got the uh itinerary requests. Okay, hit me. And this is the sixth charter of the season. Okay. Uh, The primary guest has requested a psychic-themed dinner for her birthday and would like the captain to join them. It also says the guests want to go shopping and sightseeing. Um, And they want to go water skiing and swimming and blah, 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 all the water sports, snorkeling. And then the guests would like a spiritual yoga session on the yacht. They did that. Mm -hmm. Special request, Scott will be spreading some of his great aunt's ashes. They talked about that. Um, And then there is uh, that second page with the two ladies. uh, Jennifer Schaefer, Um, she dislikes anything gamey. And then Mm. uh, that's pretty much the only good info
4: I got on there. Nothing gamey. Do you like gamey food?
5: Well, here's the thing. No one's ever said, mmm, gamey. Mm. Right? What does gamey even mean? I thought gamey was like, oh, it's really tough. No yeah. one's like, wow, this is really hard to chew. Yum.
4: Yeah. Um. um but that's not what it know. is.
5: It's uh, having the strong flavor or smell of game. Especially is... when it is slightly tainted. So it's kind of off, seems like.
4: By game gamey. Means off. I thought it meant like it was like hunted. <laughs> I don't know.
5: It's um, having the flavor or odor of game or other meat kept uncooked until slightly tainted. Mm. The roast was still edible, but was slightly gamey.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. About that. I don't know.
5: Um, but, uh, yeah. The gamey flavor is more noticeable in the fat. Removing the fat, connective tissue, silver skin, bone, and hair during processing lessens the gamey taste. Something to think about. Wow, we really do learn a lot on this show.
4: We do. I've never heard of gamey before, but now I'm downy. So, I'm just joking. Um, okay. Yeah, uh... They say joke. it's going or what's her name Kate says mm-hmm. she believes in this sort of sort of stuff and um she thinks people who don't are are not intelligent
5: Do you believe in this sort of stuff? I don't know. What's the craziest thing you think is f- real? Uh Oh. You believe in psychics. Um palm readers.
4: I think I believe in energy readers more than that.
5: How so? Do you believe in Reiki?
4: I don't know enough about Reiki to say if I believe in it or not.
5: What do you believe in?
4: I just told you I believe in like energy readers.
5: Yeah, but what is that? That's not like I haven't I haven't walked by a storefront energy reader.
4: <laughs> I believe in spirituality. I don't think there's a god, but I do think there's an energy around us that um like runs our vibes – like if – I don't think like when you die, you go to heaven or hell. I think your your energy is absorbed into the world, the earth, and you become just like a part of existence. Like you're – What God, is I, energy? I sound nutto. Uh, no, I mean it's fine. I, energy I, is know. like your – tr- like how – like our bodies – our souls like our our bodies are standing up because we have a existence inside it you know Mm-hmm. I believe that we, I, I don't sound like I know what I'm talking about, but of course... No, you how, don't sound like
5: you know what you're talking about because you don't know what you're talking no, about. It I'm, sounds like you've never tried to put these to word. But I, words ha, before. I
4: have because I've spoken to my parents about it because my mom is a devout Muslim woman who does believe in God. And me and my dad are secular and don't really believe in God. So
5: You know, I believe in everything that um, has been proven.
4: Hmm. Like I believe in evolution
5: yeah, I believe in evolution too because it's been proven.
4: I don't believe there's some man in the sky who's controlling shit. I believe that there is an energy that is – the an energy is the reason we exist because something was put into some sort of – I mean like if you believe in science, like scientifically, how would a god exist, you know? I do believe huh. that certain matters have worked together, like atoms and all that. Some sort of energetic scientific force came together to uh, basically make evolution happen. I, I I really believe in science and how things like,
5: uh-huh.
4: like like chemical reactions exist and then create. That's uh-huh. how I think uh-huh. everything uh-huh. exists is through like mm. science. Like
5: interesting. So yeah. one well, thing, did not understand any of that
4: one thing touched you know how like any sort of science experiments oh where there's like a hypothesis and like, you're like if this well, were reality if show they would this. constantly
5: been fading in and out like different parts of this <laughs> I saying, try and then to, just I cuts to me being like what is happening i
4: don't know you asked me to explain something oh i don't God. know and how to you explain lost
5: your mind
4: i don't know what i'm like <laughs> i'm trying to explain how i see things and it doesn't make any sense and it's not oh, for we podcasts. gotta get
5: you on below deck
4: You know what? Let's take a break, and we will come back and uh, not talk about this ever again.
0: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail.
2: Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: And we're back.
5: I'm sorry, I'm still reeling. Mm,
4: I hate you for making me talk about that. I'm sorry to all our listeners for having to hear about my weird ideas on how existence is real.
5: I believe in everything normal. What is that? Name something normal. Name something you think is normal.
4: You believe God created the world in seven days?
5: Is that normal? I don't know. Oh, then I don't. You're so in basic,
4: normal. you don't know what you believe in.
5: Wow. No, I just believe that God made fishes out of loaves.
4: Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> this, this, that was a bad look. No, for I'm us. a militant
5: atheist, and I'm happy to talk about it whenever you'd like.
4: No, I have no interest in hearing any further about okay. any of this. Okay. Kate does a bit where she reads Ben's palm and says that there's a short line here because you're have a you going to have a short temper with these guests. I That's that was funny. funny.
5: She's pretty funny sometimes. Yeah.
4: So the deck crew is this working. This is your
5: gluten line.
4: Yeah, that was Very pretty funny. Very
5: funny.
4: Yeah. Uh, everyone laughs. Uh, so yeah. the deck crew is working on cleaning the boat. Uh, Kelly pulls his deck hands aside to talk about the night before and Lawrence being all like I don't understand why the piece is a big deal and why we have to pull we have to have this meeting and it's like because Captain Lee is pissed.
5: Yeah, Every- it's a big deal because it's a big deal. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's you didn't do it right. I'm making a big deal. You got to do it right. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Lauren, you don't have to fight everything I do just because you don't respect me rightfully.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Just because
5: last night I was so awful to a woman who did not deserve it. Yeah. That I ruined the night for everyone. Yeah. But Captain Lee, that's why.
4: Yeah, and Nico says he feels- He doesn't need to say all that. Nico says he feels salty towards Kelly because he's being emotional and feels he can improve himself. And if he can't handle the captain coming down on him, then move out of the way. But I also feel like Kelly's literally saying, we can all improve. So I don't know what, Nico is starting to become a little bitch, in my opinion.
5: Damn, starting to.
4: Hmm. Anyway, the guests. arrived
5: when he fucked up his relationship with three separate women on the boat. That's that's more and faster than anyone on earth has ever done that. That's true. And I have a lot of respect for that kid.
4: That's true. So, the guests arrived. name. Oh my god. No, you don't. Nico. Yeah. Nico. Nick. Yeah. Nico. Nicholas. Nico. Nicolas. Nick. Nico. Nick.
5: Well, my step grandmother called me Nicolas. So I think Didn't she I also can. call you
4: like goat boy or something.
5: Uh, no, that's my Jamaican grandma. This is my Mexican step grandmother. My dad's dad, after he divorced his mom, moved to Cuernavaca. Uh, well, outside of Cuernavaca, Flores Magon, Mexico. And um, he got a Mexican wife that was like 30 years his junior. And her name was Petra, is Petra. We don't talk to her. I don't, uh, I think she lives in Houston.
4: Why don't you talk to her?
5: Um, We just uh, stopped. I don't know. She doesn't speak English. And our only connection to her was our grandfather who died three decades ago.
4: Okay, that makes sense. All right, so uh, the guests arrive, and Kate says she was hoping the psychic would be more mystical, but she looks normal. Uh, And Kate gives them a tour, and we learn that the main charter doesn't sleep much because she's a psychic. Um, And the deckhands are prepping to leave the dock, and Kelly checks to see what the guests want to play with first. uh, And they say, well, they sexually harass him, so uh, chugga, chugga, chugga oh shit yeah drink 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 drink, drink. everybody drink okay so uh they want to play with the slide so they go to prep that and uh ben and kate are getting the guests their lunch while the deckhands anchor the boat uh, and get the slide ready and The guests love lunch and ben's like it's good to know they're human also
5: we we um uh at one point emily is talking to her father yeah we talked about
4: this yeah and he calls her rabbit
5: and he calls her rabbit yes so i don't feel bad mentioning her teeth anymore i felt bad yesterday i don't feel bad today or two days ago or over the weekend or i don't know whenever this fucking shit came out Hmm. that's when i felt bad should we tell these people what day we're recording this?
4: No. So, Come on. Um, just once. We don't have a lot of time, and we let need let to it keep slip. it moving, Nick.
5: I want to say the date.
4: Okay. Come April 17th. It's April 17th. April
5: 17th. Isn't that crazy, y'all? If you think that's crazy, um, hit me up in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.
4: All right. All right. Back to you, Anna. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelly takes some of the guests out on the couch, the couch surfing tube couch thing surfer. that they pull on the boat. And while he's doing that, uh, I guess they put out the pool, but it's starting to float away and Kyle has to go get it. And Captain Lee is not happy because all the guests can see it floating away. And I think all the deckhands are kind of dumb in a different, in a weird way. They're not, just not paying attention.
5: That girl, uh, asked how how fast it goes. He's like, oh, 60." She's like, "60, that's like the highway." Yeah. And fast. then uh and it's like, "Uh, yeah, don't worry about it." <laughs> I mean, we did nearly kill the last person who rode on it, but it's fine.
4: Yeah. You will flip. You're going
5: to be fine. Yeah, you're going to flip. You might die and it's possible you might get a serious bacterial infection in your foot. But it's worth it. Yeah. Would you ride in this thing? Yeah. Is there anything that you wouldn't do on this boat?
4: Uh Would would
5: you hit golf balls into the water? Yeah. Would you slide down that slide? Uh yeah. Okay.
4: Why wouldn't I?
5: Well, I know why you would slide down the slide. I just I'm surprised you would put all that trash in the ocean. Oh. Me and right. I care about marine life.
4: You're right. No, you're right.
5: I don't want to be plunking a box jellyfish on the head. <gasps> Killing him.
4: It would just go straight through his body. I don't know how jellyfish work.
5: He's not invisible. <laughs> I mean, but he's
4: jelly, so <laughs> it's not. Okay.
5: I think there's a, a, a skin layer.
4: Yeah, and I'll be like bloop 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 and fall out of the skin layer.
5: Interesting.
4: I don't know how jellyfish work. Uh, what's next? Uh, Sierra says she's getting really bad vibes from Kyle and's not into it. And then we learn the guests are ready for dinner, and they're having a psychic-themed dinner. And Kyle is talking about how the north of England is really chill to the guests, and we learn that all of Kyle's friends are drag queens, and he wants to go on West Hollywood with the guests. And they're like, yeah, totally come with us. What do you
5: mean, West Hollywood? (sighs) Yeah. Why'd you say West Hollywood?
4: Because that's what they say. They say WeHo.
5: Oh, wait, in L.A.?
4: Yes, the guests are talking and. and oh,
5: I thought he meant they've been on shore. Yeah, because that I had that same question when I watched the scene. I didn't realize they were talking about L.A.
4: Yeah, clearly. Okay, West Hollywood is like gay capital of L.A. If you I guys thought that
5: maybe there was a, an area in the BVI that people had called West Hollywood because it was like the gay
4: area. No, I think he like wants to visit them in L.A.
5: Okay, now I know. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Stop yelling at me.
4: Too late. You're in trouble.
5: So during this uh, dinner, my favorite moment.
4: Well, let's just say Captain Lee joins them for dinner, and the psychic decides she is going to try and read Captain Lee. Yeah. So at
5: one point, one of the ladies says to the other ladies that she – She was extolling the virtues of the primary's psychic abilities. And she was like, she told me that I was going to lose 23 pounds. And then three years later, I lost 23 pounds on the dot. Hmm. And then, so I'm thinking in my mind, like she had three years to fulfill this psychic uh, thought she had. So what if she had said any other number under 23. Then at some point in her weight loss journey, she would have hit it. And then she'd be like, Can you believe it? Two years later, I hit it exactly 16 pounds. Or like it had been a month. She like, she told me I would lose one pound. Hmm. And one month later, exactly I lost it. Yeah. Uh, and you believe in psychics.
4: I didn't say I believe in the psychics necessarily. Well, you do. I don't believe in shit like that.
5: You believe in energy as long as it's from a psychic.
4: No, I don't believe that a psychic can tell you, you you're going to lose 23 pounds in two years or anything like that.
5: Three years.
4: Whatever. Anyway. She didn't let's,
5: say three years. She said yeah, ever.
4: I'm about to have to cut you off. So you need to slow your roll. Okay. Sorry. I didn't
5: realize you worked for a psychic conglomerate.
4: I do. And we get a lot of money from psychics for this podcast, so you need to the relax. Q4
5: earnings will <laughs> surpass.
4: They have actually. So, um, they say Captain Lee has a very purple aura, which is why he's such a good captain, and he does not respond at all to it.
5: Okay, psych- I cannot believe you got that right away because I had to rewind that three times to understand that, that she was saying the word purple.
4: Yeah, well, hmm. so the psychic is trying to give Captain Lee a sorry, reading.
5: Sorry, sorry. I hate to stop you.
4: Oh, my God. Do you want to
5: know what a purple aura means?
4: Sure. Go for it.
5: The personality of someone with a purple aura is powerful and charismatic. These qualities come from the highly spiritual connection that a purple aura personality has from a moment of entry into this world. The etheric body. You tend to see the world from a higher perspective than most people. He's got the top room. You're able to see the human condition and how every experience has a spiritual value attached to it. He does not feel this way. This can sometimes make others feel you're cold and distant. No, everyone wishes he was cold and distant. Uh, this could not, if you have a purple aura, you're among an elite class of rare spiritual beings. Oh my God! This has nothing to do with Captain Lee.
4: You want something wild? I had you know those like aura photos you can take where they like capture your aura.
5: Oh, Jesus. You got I, conned.
4: I, I had one done, and most of my aura is purple. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, so. This
5: is all hooey. Everything is hooey. Well, I literally I believe know, in nothing.
4: I my aura is purple, so I'm a higher being than you.
5: I'm a nihilist.
4: Okay. Let's continue. So, uh, the psychic is trying to give Captain Lee a reading, but she gets it wrong about his mother having passed away. I don't know if he's lying to be a dick, or if she's getting it wrong. Uh, And Captain Lee's like, I'm a skeptic. Uh, And then they say that he's always been in love with the sea and then he says he never saw it until he was 35. It's a mess. This whole situation's a mess. And then Kelly tells Kyle that he can't hang out with the guests as much and Kyle's like, well, then I'll have a huge tip in my pocket because I was friendly with them and I was like, Danny, let's not do this, Danny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the guests Asked to give Kate a reading, and Ben thinks she'll be told she is the devil, so he comes to listen. Uh And uh, we learned that she likes to have animals around her. And then the psychic says she has a man around her who is funny, tall, dark, and handsome. And Emily's like, is she talking about Ben? And he's like, no, 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 no. But part of it was like, it's clear that she's talking about Roe, but doesn't realize that Roe is a woman, maybe? I don't know. Uh, And then she says, whoever likes Kate likes nuts and pecans or something like that. And uh, Ben's like, psychics are con artists. And Kate says, her person is tall and dark, but they're lesbians. And then the reading is over and the day is over. And then guess what? It's the next day. Yay. And because the readings were so bad and off it translated into the weather conditions being really bad. I think it's a direct correlation. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, let's take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back.
0: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robet. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. It's molecular, you know. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip
4: Hey, we're back. And we got to finish this out quick because another show's after us. So, um, <sighs> they, they. What does
5: that mean to our listeners, though?
4: Nothing. So, mean our,
5: I mean, our fans.
4: Nothing. Right. So, um, they thought they were going to have good weather, but that's not the case. All the guests are really seasick and struggling. From the rocking of the boat, and um, there's like a bunch of glasses breaking, and everyone has to like clean up a bunch of shit falling everywhere. And Captain or not, Ben's all angry with the captain for not telling them anything, and he's just like fucking like yachting through all these this storm to try and find the better place for them to dock or excuse me, drop anchor asap. And the primary's just vomiting, and she won't open her door for the ginger ale. It's basically a shit show of a morning.
5: Yeah, I these people don't like each other and they're not getting along. And I don't feel like these people are the most talented at their jobs. I feel like honestly, Trevor was the best member of this boat. This boat's crew.
4: This is that's I'm not kidding. Dumbest thing you've ever said. And I think you know. Well,
5: I can I can top it. Give me give me three more episodes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So They finally find a place to drop anchor that the weather isn't as bad. And Captain Lee says this is is the best they're going to find. So Kelly goes to pick up the yoga instructor for some of the guests. And none of the guests are hungry because they're all seasick. And the yoga instructor makes it to the boat. And some of the guests are doing yoga while the other half of the guests are sitting at the table. So Ben gets into an argument with Kate over if they're having breakfast or brunch because he needs to know because he needs the structure to his day. And Kate's like, I'm not very into labels. And so they're fighting about it. First meal of it. the day. Yeah. And she's like, just feed them like whatever. And he's like, I can't work unless I know the exact name of this meal. So he's freaking out. Kate's freaking out back. It's a fucking mess. And the uh, yoga's done, and now the other half are ready to eat, and Ben can't handle it. He's like, what the fuck is this It's very awkward because Emily's also in the kitchen, and it's weird.
5: Yeah, Mm -hmm. why is it so weird? Why can't he deal? Why is he so cool, yet Emily throws him off his rocker? Why is that?
4: I don't know. Ben is very um, high-maintenance. Yeah. Anyway, so Captain Lee pulls Kelly into the uh, the wheelhouse and is trying to understand why the pool floated away. And Kelly says it's Kyle didn't secure the line fully or something like that. And Captain Lee says he's annoyed that the, these things keep happening and has to keep coming down on Kelly and his deck crew. Yeah. So the deckhands, they're now testing throwing flour off the boat to make sure that one of the guests who wants to throw his aunt's ashes off the boat doesn't like all the, the wind takes it, instead of coming and hitting them all back in the face with. Dead ashes, ashes are
5: actually more consistent with baking soda so that's how you should test the wind
4: oh i didn't know that i just made it up oh okay uh well anyway kate and ben are still arguing so loud that captain lee calls down to the crew and is like i can hear you guys in the wheelhouse so you need to stop fucking yelling because if i can hear you someone else can hear you and so kate and ben come out and apologize to the guests and they're like oh don't worry as long as the drinks are coming we have no problems Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure that was funny. The,
5: um, the gay males on this uh, charter, uh, I believe, only speak in cliches. Yeah, I guess. I don't think they said anything <laughs> that, that that didn't seem written for them to say. Yeah. Mommy and daddy are fighting.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. they were
5: Awkward. Like... <laughs> it's just like everything out of their mouth.
4: Yeah, so Ben odd. tells Emily that him and Kate fight a lot because they're both, both pig-headed uh, but he doesn't want to fight with Kate in front of Emily, uh, but she needs to understand that Kate can be hard to work with.
5: The one dude said, uh, when they said semen, and then the girl is like, semen.
4: Oh, I know. And
5: then the the, the guy says, you stole my joke. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking? There was no joke. Yeah. You just repeated a word. There's no joke.
4: Yeah. So, As a
5: comedian, I was very offended.
4: Yeah, so uh, one of the guests, he throws his aunt's ashes into the wind, and they float away beautifully. And and one woman... They
5: reform, yeah, into uh, an image of his aunt, and then it speaks to him. And then uh, the uh, image of his aunt says, Learn some interesting things to say. Everything you say is so basic. Don't be a basic
4: bitch. I thought it was funny that one girl said his aunt's ashes are really smooth while her moms were all lumpy and bony. I was like, what the fuck?
5: Yeah, that's uh, something they should have cut out.
4: (laughs) I was like, what the fuck happened? I don't know. Maybe they didn't burn them all the way because that's not right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Ben and Kate apologize to each other. um, And then they're getting ready for dinner. And uh, Nico and Kyle, we learn, are on the same farting cycle in their room.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: And Sierra and Emily, they're talking about how they want to get readings, but they don't know how to ask. Um, And then this is when the psychic kind of has a moment like I had earlier where she's like, you know, I'm also very connected to heaven and there's a science to it. And I have a lot of dead celebs in my network. And I have about 600 messages on my phone from heaven. And she keeps going on about all this weird stuff. And her, her guests, the other guests are like yawning, like, "Okay, sure, Carol or whatever her name is. And then one of the psychics after dinner says she'll sit down with Emily and do a reading with her. But then Ben shows up and is immediately like a fucking bummer town and is like, do you think Emily and I have a future? And she and the psychic's like, do you really want me to do this? And then she's like, I refuse to do any sort of reading about your guys' relationship because it's awkward. And then Ben, he's being very unprofessional uh, with one of the guests, the psychic, and is making her uncomfortable. And Lauren points out that it's not really okay to question any guests like that, regardless if they're, if they're a psychic.
5: Uh, you're allowed to debunk a psychic. No, no matter you're not allowed
4: to harass your guests.
5: Well, maybe don't pretend you're a psychic.
4: Anyway, Emily apologized to the psychic and says it's really awkward and Ben is out of line. And Ben keeps pushing and the psychic says that they won't last, him and Emily... And then he gets all defiant and is like, Well, Emily, would you like to go out on to dinner tomorrow night? And it's really weird. And Emily says she feels pressured. So she said yes, even though the circumstances he was asking under was not okay. And then this the is psychic, very weird, the psychic says, uh, Don't poison my coffee to Ben. And then Lauren follows and checks up on Emily to make sure she's okay after that really weird interaction.
5: So this woman thinks that the boat's chef makes coffee.
4: Maybe he works in the kitchen. And she's
5: a psychic.
4: All right. It's the next day, and also, These people yes, should be shot. Why?
5: For pretending to talk to dead people. They're swindlers, and they're dangerous to to society.
4: You're a swindler. What? Yeah, so it's the next day. (laughs) Lauren says her relationship with Kate is not doing well anymore, and she's not sure why. Uh, But no one seems to talk to each other, so who knows? Kate asks Ben what he did to cause problems, and he tells her what he did. And, of course, um, he's like, of course they say I was being inappropriate. But isn't that why you have a psychic so you can question them? And then he says, I don't regret it. I was having fun. Yeah, that's Ben for you.
5: Well, he was having fun, Then it's fine.
4: Oh, yeah. It's fine. Make everyone uncomfortable. Uh, the weather's good. Captain Lee, he sees Kyle talk to the guests, and Kyle's like, hey, you follow me on Twitter, raw?" Eh? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, Danny, don't be a Danny about this. uh uh. Yeah, and so the guests are getting ready to leave, and Ben apologizes for the awkward situation the night before with Emily. And we learn that the psychics were really happy with the trip and the hospitality or whatever. And I think they get a 15 K tip.
5: You, I wrote down a 10 K tip.
4: Nice. Uh, as they're leaving the main psychic charter guest says she won't expose the love life going on here. And it's not clear who she's talking about. And right after they leave, Emily's talking to Sierra, and she asks if the psychic was referring to Ben and Kate or Ben and Emily. And it's very clear that Emily is insecure about Ben and Kate's relationship. And Sierra's like, I think she meant you and Ben, which I thought was a good answer. Anyway, this is an interesting moment because Ben video chats his brother, James, and they have the exact same voice. It almost sounds like they're talking to each other or to him. He sounds like he's talking to himself. Well, I think I'm going to have a
5: good time when he comes to visit, love.
4: I think so, too. Uh, yeah, so they agree that uh, James is going to come visit him in the Caribbean, and then they give no details, and he's like, see you soon. And it's, What season? Oh, Who knows? It's crew mess meeting time. <laughs> Captain Lee says the deck crew cannot get it together with the pool, and, he, and the blame goes on Kyle for not securing the line. Uh, Nico speaks up about calling it out, and Kelly thinks he was like, I-, I was saying it was floating off the whole time, and I was saying that the whole time. And Kelly thinks he should not be speaking out at all because it is not the time and place for him to talk to the captain about this. And Captain Lee says he doesn't want Ben and Kate fighting anymore, and we learn they get a 15K tip. I was right. It's getting easier to guess these. Nope. Um. You just go by the vibe, bro.
5: Nope. I go by size of wad.
4: Mm. Well, that as well.
5: But that's why I got the last one wrong so bad because that that
4: uh, meathead guy, hits a big wad. Mm. I think it just depends what um, bills they use to do it with. But anyway, Nico well, is
5: duh.
4: back in the room. Kyle is, or Nico's talking to Kyle and he's being all shady and says the pool was Kelly's fault. But based on my understanding, Kelly wasn't even there when the pool floated away. I don't know. He said he's not going to let Kyle get thrown under the bus. But earlier, we learned that Kyle's not very good with tying lines. And even Captain Lee's like, hey, uh, you got to tie these lines better.
5: Uh Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I think these Kyle and Nico are kind of dumb in their own way. So Emily and Ben go out to dinner again. And they're happy to be off the boat and away away from all the drama. Lauren and Nico are laying out and watching the moon. Kate's FaceTiming with her girlfriend, Ro, who's trying to convince her to have phone sex with her. Ben apologizes for the psychic situation again and says he got annoyed that she said it wasn't working out. And Emily's like, well, luckily, nothing like that will ever happen again. And Emily likes how relaxed Ben is out of work and off the bow when he's not stressing out. And then they make out in an effort to cure Emily's hiccups. And then they... Basically, they come back to the boat, and Kate says she really hopes Emily and Ben's relationship works out. Uh, And this is a very interesting moment where we learn all about Kyle's life. It's pretty interesting. We learn that Kyle used to be a street performer for a long time, and he shows them all a bunch of videos on YouTube of him dancing at Gay Pride in hot pants. And he says he came out to his dad to this song that is playing in the video, and we learn that he's bi and had a transgender missus at the time. And Emily says she never saw this coming, and Kyle says he used to go out to bars looking for transgenders to hook up with because he accidentally hooked up with one while in the army and then realized he actually liked hooking up with transgender people in general, transgender women in general. And he says he's not worried about sex, gender, sexuality, and realized he liked effeminate gays and girls and thought he was bi but realized he actually just liked transgender women. And then he said his girl, his on and off girlfriend back home is also transgender. And like Ben and Kate and Emily are like, whoa, what? Uh, And Ben says he's very fond of Kyle and likes learning about him as a person and things that he's not so aware of, like what the transgender community is like or people who date transgender people. Like he he's trying to understand where Kyle comes from. And Emily says she doesn't fully understand, but that Kyle is very evolved and then episode ends with Kate saying that she knew she liked Kyle. And that's where the episode ends.
5: Boat Facts.
4: Yeah, let's hear it. Hold on. Boat Facts with Nikki Tees.
5: The wartime sinking of the German Wilhelm Gustloff in January 1945 in World War II by a Soviet Navy submarine had an estimated loss of about how many people which remains the deadliest maritime disaster ever. How many people, how many lives were lost when the Wilhelm Gustloff was sunk by a Soviet Navy submarine in 1945? The deadliest maritime disaster ever.
4: A thousand. Um,
5: I will give you uh, a little context. Um, The Titanic... Um, had uh, a little over 1,500 fatalities.
4: Jesus. So this is deadlier than that. Much. Okay. I'm going to say 15,000 people died.
5: 9,400 people, which is more than double the next closest, which was the 1987 loss of the Philippine ferry Doña Paz, which... uh, was uh, uh, 4,386 4, deaths.
4: Yikes. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Well, damn. hmm Woo. Very uplifting boat fact. Yeah, you know it was, uh, sorry. That's okay. It was
5: interesting nonetheless. It was interesting.
4: All right, guys, well- Thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Anna Hostney on Twitter. You can email us at DeckHeadsPod at gmail.com. And leave us a five-star review with a boat fact or something interesting. Please, we're begging you. And you can follow at Turners on everythings.
5: Also, I have another podcast uh, called What You're Watching, Patreon only. You can find that at Patreon.com slash Turner.
4: All right, we're outie.
5: Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today.
2: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me,
1: Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA, and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy